Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon. This is Don Jacques with AZ Publishing Services at the Discworld 2009 convention. We're sitting here. We've invited Gilead, local artist, to join us. How you doing, Gilead? I'm good. How are you? Not sure yet, but we'll find out as the day goes on. <laughs> so, you're a local painter, right? Yes. Okay. And what do you paint? Well, mostly signs for a living. Also science fiction and fantasy illustration as a hobby. Cool. Now, um, how'd you get started? In which part? Sci-fi or sign painting? Tell us both. Okie dokie. I've always been a, an artist ever since I was a little kid. Um... I became enthralled with science fiction and fantasy through the artwork of Frank Frazetta. I found a uh, paperback book, uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, when I was 10 years old. I bought it and stared at the cover continuously and made up fantasies in my head about what uh, the story was about. It never occurred to me to read it for the next, you know, maybe three years. Um, because, you know, I was 10. But anyways, uh, I was enthralled with the artwork and uh, decided at, at, at that point in my life when I was 13 and I finally read the book, I think the die was cast and I was fated either to be a muscle-bound uh, barbarian superhero or a fantasy artist, uh, whichever uh, came first. So fantasy artist it is, and here I am. Um, I, after graduating high school... Everybody that was any influence on my life told me that art was not actually a job. Uh, art was a, a hobby and, and not a serious vocation. So I went out and got a job in the factory uh, in the small town where I lived and worked there for 10 years. Uh, finally decided to go out into the big world and become an artist uh, despite what everybody said and wound up being a sign painter because that was the kind of art that I could actually get. And when I told people that I was an artist, any, anybody that I ran into that needed some artwork, what they needed was a, was a sign, you know, not a book cover, like what I was hoping to get. But eventually I came to embrace sign painting and, and came to actually enjoy it quite a lot. And so it's still a career. Awesome. So, okay. Um, now, you are a painter in the literal sense of that that word, you actually paint the artwork that you create for people, right? Yes. Okay, so is this like uh, watercolors, is it uh, oils? Uh, yes, all of the above. All of um, the above. Yeah, it, basically the, the look that somebody's after often dictates the uh, media that I'm going to use. Um, you know, a, a light-hearted, whimsical look might call for uh, watercolor or even uh, airbrushing or something like that. Uh, a high-tech look often calls for airbrush, whereas uh, some stories of a more romantic or fantasy nature uh, you know, lean more towards uh, acrylic paints or, or uh, oil paints to, to, just to match the look that they're after. Awesome. So 
where then do you find your inspiration to do these different media? Because you talk about uh, the various different moods and things that go into the help decide which media you're going to use. Where do you find your inspiration for the overall work itself? I take a lot of inspiration from all the other great artists out there. I mentioned Frank Frazetta. Um, there's other great ones. Uh, the, the old illustrators, the Brandywine School, Howard Pyle, N.C. Wyatt, uh, Frank Schooniver. But do you have a favorite uh, in your list? The ones that you've mentioned here that you really are particularly inspired. Uh, definitely Frazetta, because I guess that was the first one that really kind of turned my head and, and made me uh, made me want to be an artist. And I think that's definitely the top. Uh, the thing I have in common with him uh, um, is that uh, I work in a multiple different styles, and he did as well. He did uh, movie poster art, which is very different from his science. Uh, science fiction illustrations. Um, he did uh, very whimsical uh, cartoon animals for another market. Uh, you would not look at it and recognize that this is the same artist necessarily. Uh, he did a lot of comic book art. Uh, so I'm similar in the way that it, you know I, I do these window signs that are very whimsical and, and fun, and uh, then I can turn around and do an oil painting that's uh, dark and gruesome if I need to. And, and now, do you find uh, that the Valley here is, is a viable market for your type of work? It's a great market for the sign work. I'm struggling with the illustration. The local convention scene, uh, as far as selling art, is not has not been uh, much of a market for me, mostly because whenever I sit down to do some science fiction and fantasy work, I'm trying to do something to appeal to a an art editor. Uh, at a magazine or, or a book publishing company, uh, I'm not really trying to appeal to the fan. The fan wants something that they'll hang on their wall that will be cute. You know, they, they're going to like the, uh, the dragons and the, the funny things and the fairies and, that, and stuff like that. Uh, not necessarily what a book publisher is looking for. And I'm, so I'm, most of my work in that genre um, is to, to appeal to, a pub, to the publishing industry rather than to the fans. That's interesting. So people generally, when they hang something on their wall, they're not looking for an action scene like one would see on a book cover. They're looking for something that's going to be pleasant and enjoyable and static in their home, right? I would think that would be more typical. Yeah. Okay, interesting. You, you've mentioned that you do window signs around the valley. How did that actually get started? You, you almost got started telling us about that, how that happened earlier. Okay, my art career actually began with Albertson's Grocery Store. I was going <laughs> shopping one night, and uh, there was a little notice on the door asking for uh, a sign painter. Now, back in the old days, in every grocery store and big department store, they, had, they would actually have an in-house sign painter to do their price signs and everything that the computer does these days. You know, they used to have to have somebody doing this stuff by hand. The little, they, used to, they call them show card writers, that kind of thing. Banners, any, anything like that that they needed. And um, when they found out that I could not only do nice lettering, but I could draw, um, I got all kinds of wacky uh, uh, assignments. Um, as you know, of course, March is National Frozen Food Month, and uh, there are enormous um, contests 
behind the scenes, not things that the customer ever found out about, but contests to provide to create the the best uh, frozen food display in a grocery store, incorporating the penguin, which was uh, the mascot for the National Frozen Food Association. So you would have to do some kind of wacky display that showed penguins consuming frozen food in, in some way. Yeah. So it could be frozen pizzas or yeah, whatever. But uh, I uh, I built a whole career around making these in-store displays for about six years. And about that time, the uh, the computer took over. Everybody went to more of a pre-printed look, uh, you know, a mass-produced look instead of the in-house look. And, and that whole business just kind of slid away. But about that time, I had learned a lot about sign painting. And I had uh, done a few uh, windows signs for Albertsons. You know, you do one, and then the guy down the sidewalk sees it, and he wants to know how much he would charge to do another one for his store. So it kind of grew from there. I, I realized I needed to to do something else uh, other than what I'd been doing. So I, I I went out and started doing window signs, and it's, it's a good market. So if I if I had a store, how would I get a hold of you to have you paint my signage? Unfortunately, when a guy like me puts uh, an ad in the yellow pages gets lots of phone calls for people that want to uh, sell him advertising or supplies or people looking for a job and never enough actual jobs to pay for the ad in the in the yellow pages so most of us uh, paint a really cool sign on a, on a window and put our signature and, and telephone number down in the corner somewhere. So if you are in the market for a window sign and you see one you like, you'll have to stop the car, go take a closer look, and you'll probably find the, the sign painter's phone number. And uh, not to be confused with the other people who, uh, who call me up and ask me when the store is open or how much for a pizza or am I hiring or whatever else the, the sign was about. Yikes. <laughs> well, uh, nothing like having your work advertise yourself, right? So you, now you're, you're getting into doing book covers, particularly for us at AZ Book Publishing. Um, do you have like a website where you can showcase the work, the artwork that you've done already, or how are you working to get that out? Okay, so far I've got the gileadart.blogspot.com. Um, that's uh, my only website. Uh, I post a lot to conceptart.org, um, and I'm on Facebook, Gilead Illustrator on Facebook. And that's about it for my web presence. Do you see any trends in book cover design today as opposed to, say, 10 or even 20 years ago? Sure, stylistically they change from generation to generation. You can tell uh, roughly what decade a book comes from uh, by looking at its cover. Um, to be honest, I, I don't care for most of what I see these days, except for th there are some great illustrators out there that, whose work I, I positively adore. Uh, but the overall movement that I see now is uh, for covers to be too dark and too confusing and too difficult to read. And I think most of the reason for that is that people are so enamored with what they can do in Photoshop or Painter, which you're looking at a computer screen, and you can scroll it around, and you can stare at it, and you can zoom in and zoom out. And, of course, you can't do all that with, with a, a book cover or with a sign. You're stuck with, with what you have. And um, I, I don't think people are paying as much attention. The, the, the artists, I, I don't think, are paying as much attention to 
the visual impact that their that their presentation has. They're seeing how much cool details they can put in almost microscopically, but of course much of that is lost uh, to the viewer as they walk down. Especially as the cover goes to print and it's now a smooth surface as opposed to the textured surface of a piece of canvas and things like that. So, you know, with all these things in mind, what do you see for yourself in the, in the coming future? Well, there's a couple things going on with me right now. One, um, illustration aside, I just got picked up by a gallery right down the street here. It's called Stepping Stone Gallery. Congratulations. Well, thank you. And um, I, I made uh, three, uh, three things I dedicated to do at the beginning of this year. I said that before the year's over, I'm going to be in a gallery. I'm going to have a one-man show someplace, and I'm going to have uh, a book cover illustration. All three of those things happen on the same, same week, <laughs> um, which, which has left me very busy for the last few weeks. Um, but as you know, with your company, I, I got the book cover illustration. I got picked up by a gallery at the same, the same week. He opened his gallery, and uh, a woman at, at a salon down the street, Mood Swing Salon, uh, does monthly shows, art shows, within the salon. It's a very large space, surprisingly, that has a, a lot going on. And uh, she liked my work and said, I need those down there, but there was only five pieces. And she said, you know, we've got a very big space. How much can he give me? And of course, I hadn't painted anything else but those five pieces. So I've been uh, working like a, a madman at home, uh, trying to create enough work to fill this space because uh, I will have uh, a one-man show at this salon uh, from September 15th to October 15th-ish, uh, something like that. And uh, so that's going on with me and hopefully a lot more covers. And uh, and I've got a, a comic book um, going on with, uh, with another writer. He's writing. I'm I'm doing the art. We've got one issue out now, and uh, we're working on a second one right now. Is there a website for the comic book? Yes, DrEldrich.com. Cool. We'll have to check that out. Thanks, Gilly, for being with us. A Thank lot of new much. stuff, a lot of exciting stuff happening for you this year. Uh, take care, and we'll see you again soon, hopefully at the salon. Send us a date. We'll get it up on the website and add it to the other events we got coming up. Will do. Thanks Thank again. Right. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.